Alrighty, queens, welcome back to the vulnerability series to episode three. Today's episode is going to be on vulnerability with the self. And if you've listened to episode two of the vulnerability series, you'll know what I'm talking about. But if you haven't, I highly recommend going back, listening to episode two, and then coming back to this episode because it's going to make a lot more sense as to what we're actually going to be going into today. I want today to be a very short actionable transmission to come in and pretty much just give you the steps the things to contemplate when you are talking about vulnerability with the self so the example that we went into in the last episode was around if something happens in your life and you want to share vulnerably with someone else how to do that in an empowered state how to actually connect with the other person to respect the energy the blessing that it is to have someone that's safe in a safe space in your life and how to actually leave having them not feel like they're holding all of the shit that that you are carrying you leave feeling lighter they leave feeling lighter and there's a deeper connection of trust and honesty between the both of you and building those deeply vulnerable relationships is like just honestly the best i'm literally writing in my notes right now vulnerable relationships on my notes because we just run this uh, this podcast on the fly very intuitively and whatever pops into my head we do so that is that but today we're going to be talking about vulnerability of the self so what I want to start with is a question. When I say, if something was to happen in your life, how quick are you to go to the overwhelm rather than to go to giving yourself space to process? And I just want you to sit with this question. How quickly are you to go to overwhelm rather than to go to a safe space? to process because this is the thing I mean for me number one carpet sweeper under the like shove all my emotions suppress all my shit under the carpet rug been there babe been there bitch but honestly <laughs> going from a, I was in a very much of a state of overwhelm it was like I was like oh my gosh it's so busy like oh my gosh there's so much and blah 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 but there was a level of where I did not feel safe to be vulnerable with other people but let alone myself learning to be vulnerable for me started with being vulnerable with myself and learning how to navigate my own emotions my own thought patterns and yes through all of the mindset work the coaching the podcasts the books everything that I've done over the last like 12 years of my self-development journey all compounded but vulnerability was the pillar that allowed me to sit with my own emotions and to sit in the uncomfort of what was coming up for me it is very courageous to be vulnerable with our own stuff to be vulnerable with ourselves and see ourselves in our most raw and honest state to be radically honest with ourselves is so vulnerable to be powerful to be seen in our light is to be so incredibly vulnerable and to see ourselves in that but we have to allow ourselves to be vulnerable with ourselves first before we can truly be a safe person to be safely expressing vulnerable things with other people and this is cool because you get to become one of the safest humans you'll ever meet like you get to build that for yourself so when i talk to being vulnerable when i talk to being 
vulnerable with yourself. It really comes down to a few very basic principles and things in which you can sit with, contemplate, journal over, meditate, whatever you need to do. But effectively creating a space of a space in your mind or in your environment or both to be able to sit with your stuff. If something comes up with you, up for you, I want you to watch that part of you that wants to suppress, that wants to dissociate, that wants to offload it and and call a friend and say, hey, this thing happened to me and it was hectic and it was shit. I want you to watch that part of you that wants to run from the thing rather than sit with how you truly, how that thing truly made you feel. How it truly made you feel. (laughs) And I can just, I feel like people are going to listen to this and just be so uncomfortable, but it's good. I want you to be uncomfortable. I want you to hear me when I say that to be vulnerable, to see ourselves, and to move through things, you're going to be uncomfortable, but it will pass and it gets easier with time. So creating a safe space in our mind, in our environment, to be able to see ourselves and to witness and observe our emotions, our thoughts, and our behaviors that come from said behaviors, from said thoughts and emotions. And sitting with ourselves vulnerably looks like regulating ourselves. I don't want you to just, you know, have something happen or, or sit with a, a past trauma or something without, you know, I'm like, okay, I'm just going to sit down and I'm going to think about this terrible thing that happened today and that be that. You will not go to the depth if you do not feel safe and regulated and create a safe energetic space in your mind and in your environment. You will not go there. <laughs> I can tell you that for free. To be able to go to those depths, to be able to go to those places, involves you creating safety in a spacious place in your mind. And regulation is a really important part of if you are going to be witnessing yourself vulnerably and your heart is racing, your shoulders are tense as fuck, you're having this whole like body response, you know that there's something to look at, but it's about regulating yourself to a point in which you can not only observe your body having this response, but actually observe what are the thoughts, the patterns, the behaviors, the emotions that are happening underneath the surface. So using a self-regulation practice such as Breath work, even just 10 deep breaths in through the nose, out through the mouth, or box breathing, using a practice such as meditation, using a journal just to like jot down some thoughts as to what's coming up for you, placing your hand on your heart and training the hand on your heart and saying some affirmations to yourself with your eyes closed. Anything that is going to calm and regulate your nervous system, regulate your body, so that you can create a, a calmer space and a calmer body and nervous system to be able to see what is the thing that is underlying that. So that step, that is really step one and two. Step three is to allow yourself to sit with the most vulnerable emotions that are coming up for you and the most vulnerable thoughts. Again, your mind is only going to show you what you are willing or what you, what you can handle. And that includes regaining your nervous system, creating a safe energetic space is going to allow you to see more because you are creating that for yourself. But even so, there are things that did not come to my conscious awareness until like two months ago. 
I was not willing to see them yet. I was not, my mindset was not safe enough and wasn't ready because if I'd saw them earlier, I would have been so fucking dysregulated and I wouldn't have been able to actually process them and actually transmute their energy and move past them. This is a cool part of the ego. She's our friend and foe, but mostly our friend. <laughs> she keeps us alive and for the most part, safe. So there's that. And when we when we start to be vulnerable with ourselves, same questions that you would ask, like from the second episode, asking yourself the question, okay, am I a safe space to think about this? Am I a safe space to talk about this with? If you go, yep, I'm good. If it's a no, regulate yourself. Do self-regulation practices, whatever that looks like to you. If once you're like, okay, can get, I'm good. I'm ready to go there. It is about observing the I statements, <laughs> observing what is coming up for you. If some, say for instance, an example, say for instance, someone called you a, a bitch. I don't, <laughs> I'm not going to use that example. Say for instance, someone at work misinterpreted what you said and in an email and they came back and they're like full fired at you and you're like whoa this is not what I thought this is not my intention um like it, it really like hit you it hit you in the heart there's one thing to be on the defense and the re reactive response and just blast them a fucking email back and be like hey bitch like you can't be doing that this is what I thought blah 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 and there's another thing to take a moment to self-regulate, to be vulnerable with ourselves and go, okay, how does this, interesting. Curiosity is going to be your, become your best friend in this process with a, all of mindset work, but especially in the self-responsibility and the self-vulnerability space. Is noticing the trigger, noticing your body have this response, self-regulating. And then asking yourself a few other questions. When this happens what does this actually make me feel what is coming up for me what are the thoughts i'm observing why am i observing these thoughts say for instance i have a thought that comes up for me that i've never seen before say for instance i have a thought that comes up for me around i it's not safe to speak my truth maybe there's a confidence piece there and when someone blasts back at you it triggers this this part of you that doesn't feel truly safe to be confident and to speak your to speak your truth safely and you go oh that's interesting there's something to that like why was that what evidence do I have to support that belief like what what happened in my past maybe there's an event maybe every time you email someone you get you get quite a lot of these responses and there's evidence for that so of course when it happens your body wants to put up this reactive response and just put the guards up and go like, yeah, fuck you. But when we sit with ourselves and we allow ourselves to process, we go, oh, that's actually just a response to defend ourselves from a part of ourselves that either doesn't feel safe to be expressed or a part of ourselves that limits. It's like, oh, I'm not confident. It's a limiting belief. Oh, I can't speak my truth. People just come at me. It's a limiting belief. So looking at those parts and seeing where, ooh, where is it actually really uncomfortable to sit with that rather than just blasting back an email? So much more vulnerable. But you can see even this process with yourself, you get to see so much about yourself in these situations. 
when you let yourself sit with it, when you create an internal level of safety, you are your own anchor, you are your own safest place, and you want the safest place in your whole entire life to be your own mind. And you can create that for yourself. That is that is possible for you. And girl, I did not think it was possible for me. If anyone can preach this, it would be me. I did not want to sit with shit. <laughs> but honestly, I, I, I believe this is possible for everyone. It's not going to happen overnight. But it inevitably will happen. And you will land in becoming the safest motherfucker for yourself that you even you just could ever dream of sitting with yourself in this process allows you to see okay I'm feeling this I'm seeing this it takes the context out of the situation if that means when you go to your friend when you want to share from that empowered vulnerable place you go oh okay this happened you don't have to bring the other person into it and we're talking to empowered vulnerability here, not a healthy validation of, of, of needing to vent. It's a different conversation. But dominant frequency things, are you spending your dominant frequency venting? Or are you spending your f- dominant frequency using empowered vulnerability to connect with other humans and deepen your relationships? Key question to ask yourself there. But when you go to ask, to communicate and to be vulnerably empowered to share with this with other people, you have this language to articulate what's actually going on for you with other people. Does it mean you need to share everything that came up for you? Of course fucking not, if you don't want to. You do you. Push your edge. Allow yourself to build that level of safety over time. That's fine. Like, I don't want you to be super dysregulated. It's a building process. If you get dysregulated, you'll get the evidence it's not safe and you'll go back to square one. And that's not what I want for you. So take responsibility. <laughs> push your edge. but don't expect yourself and put the pressure on yourself to do it overnight because you'll be back at square one and I don't I don't want you to I don't want you to traumatize yourself that's not all we want here we want to feel lighter we want to feel empowered and we want to feel like we can deepen our connection with ourselves and with others so it really is that part of going okay cool I've I've regulated myself I've, I've processed as much as I can I could still be crying I could still be a little bit dysregulated but at least I've taken the responsibility and sat with it first before sharing it my energy with another human being and that's really powerful so that is I'm going to leave it there I want to keep it really short for you guys for the episode but that is vulnerability with the self vulnerability with the self is about seeing and witnessing, getting curious and observing your own thoughts, behaviors, limiting beliefs, places you don't want to feel, you don't feel safe to be seen in, all of those things, to give you the language and articulation for your connection with yourself, to be able to actually see, oh, these things come out for me, and you can actually be your own coach, that you actually get to be your own person that goes, oh, I see that, and I'm going to take care of that, like, I'm going to take care of myself, and I'm going to look at that. Because knowing that every time you don't look at it, you push it into the, into the subconscious. You sweep it under the carpet rug and it festers there. And nothing is good that festers. Apart from wine. Apart from wine. Do love a glass. But festering emotions in our subconscious is not going to serve us. And it's only going to add to the fog. It's only going to add to the clutter. It's only going to add to the quote-unquote overwhelm that we feel in our life because we're not truly witnessing 
our honest vulnerable truths which are our thoughts and emotions that are actually occurring in real time that we're not willing to see or we haven't yet built the level of safety to do so but you get to build that you are capable and willing and courageous to build that relationship with yourself to know yourself and to build a deep relationship and connection with who you are and truly as cheesy as it fucking sounds become your own best friend your safest place and have a internal landscape of true fucking inner peace.